What's your favorite Phil Collins song for reals, though? Like, down in your heart, what's your favorite Phil Collins song? Not Genesis. Genesis doesn't count, Michael. I see you pawn for the Land of Confusion video. Uh, (laughs) It's got the the Pete Townsend puppet. He got the big nose. No, Um, no. Fine. In the air tonight. Oh, Michael. (sighs) It's got the drum part. I don't like I don't like Phil Collins Tucker. Okay. Huh? I like uh, what's that one song? Where he's like, take, take me home, cause I don't remember that one. That's pretty good. <laughs> okay. okay. Sure. No Tarzan soundtrack. Yeah. What about the Tarzan soundtrack? I'm not. Obviously, the Brother Bear soundtrack. Tell everybody Ooh, I'm yes. on my way. Hmm. I didn't know he did that. Yeah, he did. You don't like when the monkeys are going. Does that count? Yes, there's behind the scenes footage of Phil Collins and the members of NSYNC, and he's like, okay, now go, and then they all do that. Really? Yeah, it's like weird middle aged Phil Collins with the hair and everything. Oh, gosh. Guys, it's the XP Bar podcast. Hi, Michael. Hi, Phil Collins, if you're listening to this, Invisible Touch is an okay album. Okay. Yeah, Mart. Uh, <laughs> guys, I've really failed because we don't really do the bar gimmick too much anymore. But bringing it back this week because what we're doing is the bar exam. And uh, I don't really know how a bar <laughs> exam works in real life. But in my mind... Objection! Yes, exactly. So this podcast, I will be judge. And you guys are both lawyers. And whoever does a better job at the end will pass the bar exam. And the other person doesn't. Uh-oh. I didn't study. I will have order... As judge, objection. Can I let myself go objection. First? The yes, judge is a doof. Overruled. Objection. Yes. Objection. Yes. Judge is a doof. I declare mistrial. No. Oh. Motion to adjourn. Okay. Well, you're doing a good job with the the jargon anyway, Michael. You're scoring some points here, but uh, we really must be talking about video games. Okay, fine. Can I go first? Please, please. Objection. Please. please. Yes. That's and probably not does, what the judge says. In that how situation. does the Phoenix? Yes. Games go. Should I interrogate the witness? Christian, where were you on the night of the 23rd? I was in my bedroom. Okay. Michael, every time you make Christian talk, it's causing him immense pain. I hope you know that. <laughs> oh, I'm no, sorry, I'm good. Chris. Okay. Christian's injured okay. on this one. We got the reserve Christian off the bench. I think he's doing an okay job. No, he's okay, yeah. 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 Um, Someone's going to pass that bar exam. Do you guys want to talk about Borderlands first or the <gasps> Outer Worlds first? Um, I feel as though we are overlooking the Todifant in the room. Ace Combat 7? The Todifant. Oh, <gasps> Todifant. But I didn't play the Todifant. What's the Todifant? I know. $13? $13? Well, we can get to that, Michael. Okay. I feel like, I mean, if we're going to be talking about Outer Worlds, we might as well be talking about Fallout. Okay, let's talk about the Outer Worlds, huh? Christian, Christian, you've played the Outer Worlds some? Yeah, roughly 10 hours. Okay, okay. Are you on Monarch? Uh, Post-Monarch? 
I'm on Monarch, I think. I did a lot of side stuff in between there, and yeah. I think I just got to Monarch. Okay. Okay. So, yes. Okay. Christian, what do you think of this game, huh? What do you make of it? It's hitting me in a real good spot, yeah. and I'm really enjoying it. Okay. Okay. Hmm. This is a uh, this is the new Obsidian game from the makers mm-hmm. of Fallout New Vegas. Modern touchdown generation. And it shows, and it's available on Game Pass right now on Xbox and PC, which is how we're both playing it, Christian and I. Uh, yes. I just watched 10 minutes of it once. It's something, huh? <laughs> it looks like Fallout. It does the thing where you talk to someone that goes, Shh, hello. Mm-hmm. And then you have dialogue trees with them. Christian, what's hitting for you, man? Because it's not hitting for me. It's not. It's like soft body blows. It's not really knocking me out, you know? Yeah, this is getting me in those Oblivion Fallout 3 New Vegas moods, Uh-oh. which Fallout 4 and Skyrim kind of failed to recapture to some extent for okay. me. Okay. And so I've kind of been in a little bit of a lull where I've been waiting for that next one to really get me good. And I mean, I put 90 hours into Fallout 4 and it still didn't get me good the way I wanted it to. Have you even tried 76? No. Gosh. I, Gosh. I'm a pretender. Yeah. Uh, but uh, as someone who's I'm going to give you a hint here quick. It's not going to yes. be not going to be grinding your gears there. Oh. So, okay. Anyway, anyway. That sucks. That's sad. But anyway, as someone who like spent, I don't know, like 500, 600 hours with Obsidian's KOTOR 2 and Oblivion and Fallout 3 and New Vegas because uh, I got 75% of the way through a new vegas playthrough when the main quest line broke and then i had to yeah. play through it again <laughs> yeah this happened um, to me yeah and me. i enjoy it i'm enjoying it it's that first person running around talking to people it's a lot of talking to people it's yep. a lot of reading stuff that's printed on terminals yep. it's a lot of running from a to b it's a lot of closing doors so that you can just steal everything that's in a room <laughs> and like watching it wouldn't be very fun as a passive <laughs> yeah. observer, yeah. but boy, is it just scratching that itch that I've been having for the past, you know, five, six years in a way that no other game has. And the very, very pleasant writing okay. uh, has kind of kept me going. Now, there, quest- you, yes. Question. Um, do you think it is a, I guess it's good in this case then that it, 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 it's scratching the itch of uh, New Vegas and Obsidian and not Obsidian and uh, Oblivion and that is it. Do you think that's good overall though that it has this echo these these echoes of a uh, I guess a decade old game at this point? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I feel like they they did not pull out all the multi million dollar stops with this one. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like a massive thing. It's not open world the way those other Bethesda games were. And it does feel like it loses something in that, in that lack of open worldness, because there's lots of like a cohesion to the whole thing. It feels less dynamic a little bit because Mm -hmm. you're not existing in this world where you can nuke a city here walk 10 miles over there and then people are like whoa did you see that nuke over there that's not happening here but uh it's more compartmentalized and more like segregated and so they focused on making something that doesn't break and i appreciate that Hmm. right but i guess my 
the question I'm really wanting to get at here is is whether or not it's good that they've released a game that can kind of hit these nostalgic point these nostalgia points. Mm-hmm. But is it good that the that I guess is that a good thing if it's hitting on this ten year old nostalgia in a way that isn't really. I don't. I guess do you kind of understand what I'm trying to ask there? It's. I think so. Where we, where it's like it is a game that captures that well, but is it good to be capturing that in 2019? Uh, I think I'm down with it. I, okay, I'm okay with it. But it also, it also comes into its own in a way. Its setting is totally new, and that's mm-hmm. something I like a lot about it too. Is that when I played Oblivion, when I played Fallout Three, these settings were completely new to me, and so it was like a totally new exploratory and revelatory experience digging into the setting and meeting these people and seeing the kind of undertones that everything had. Like, discovering Fallout 3's sense of humor was wonderful. And that's something that's largely replicated in Outer Worlds, that sense of humor, that very deadpan, dry, everything's awful, but we're going to say it's chipper because this is our saddest quo style of humor. Mm-hmm. But, like, the locales are so beautiful and the terminals have interesting stories about the plight of a certain factory out in Timbuktu that otherwise would have no purpose other than to, you know, illustrate the story of these characters who don't exist in this world anymore. You're just witnessing the aftermath. It's a weird way of putting it, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's enjoyable. I am enjoying it quite a bit. Quite a bit. Um counterpoint right? yes okay so michael hi uh are you the uh defense or are you the other i'm a terrible judge yeah you're not <laughs> i uh I, mo- I moved to have the judge removed no 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 no, no. i declare mistrial declare mistrial motion motion for mistrial commercial <clears throat> michael that was an excellent question michael because I feel like that is this game's uh, downfall for me. Mm-hmm. For me personally, uh-huh. if you want to go out and play this game, you know, if you want to get Microsoft, you're $10 a month, and you want to go play The Outer Worlds, go for it. But for me, this game is like, oh, oops, there's been no developments in game design in the last 10 years, and or like setting or concept or anything and it's just like regurgitated what because like that would be almost fine except that fallout and oblivion are bad games that don't hold up in terms of gameplay so if you're like here's that again in 2019 it's a bad shooter it's really hard to because it's like it's not novel that it's an rpg it's not novel that it has loot or dialogue or any of this stuff you know because we've we've done this before michael Right, but I mean, if you can you can make up for that though with with setting and with yeah with the the trappings and I mean from what I saw it looked looked cool. a lot like No Man's Sky but it looked but that's mm. not a bad thing because one of the things No Man's Sky had going for it were the, the kind of colorful worlds it had yes and it looked like it was aping a certain like fifties sixties sight. Sci-fi nostalgia. Fallout is no, because Fallout's aping on '50s, '60s Americana and that Cold War narrative. It's It's I I, these are two different. 
I think they're two different things. They are. Um, yes. This one is like planet nine in outer space or yes. whatever it is. And, mm, that, and that's like, I think that can be a cool aesthetic depending on what you're doing with it. And I didn't see enough to really comment on that. Do you, I guess, do you feel as though it's kind of owning that aesthetic in a way that's good? I don't know. But Christian, it sounds like you do. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I like it. Uh, hmm. It's less because of just like the general vibes and more because whenever I'm talking to a character, whenever I'm listen to, listening to what they have to say about this crappy corporate setting, it becomes interesting. The like setting itself, the, you know, capitalism taken to the extreme thing has been done before. I, I don't mean, like We're those... going to be talking about Borderlands here in a bit, so. Yeah. I mean, those themes are far from original, mm-hmm. and they don't really vibe with me on a you know high level, high level mm-hmm. overview. But once you're talking to the people and seeing like the very vastly different viewpoints and the lack of black and white resolution that they put into the setting, that's like real life, man. That's what I like oh, a lot. Because no. in Fallout 4 or Fallout 3 Order. or Fallout New Vegas, it's just good meter, bad meter. Are you good yeah. guy? Are you bad guy? Uh-oh, you stole. That's bad thing. Bad. <laughs> so here it's a little more interesting and you can kind of, it's more malleable. You can No kinda, paragons and renegades here. Exactly. You can bend the setting and the situations to your will. And kind of find your own solutions out of very complex and complicated problems. I don't... I believe you that that happens, but I don't think that's present in the first planet. Okay. So, in the first planet, who did you choose to direct the power to? See... The deserters or the city? This is okay. So this is like the big thing, right? Because I hear everybody yes. talk about that. first big choice. This yes. is like the telltale game. End of episode one. <laughs> yes. Choose left or right. What do you choose? Right. And I just felt like railroaded into this completely binary choice that seemed silly to me. Because gotcha. it, your character is making this decision for these people based on this contrivance which is that you need to do this in order to get this thing for your ship and it felt like it was constructed this entire situation was constructed because it's like i need this part and there's no other way i can get it other than screwing an entire group of people over unless there is some third option that i don't know about but otherwise i was not invested in it because it just felt like i was playing a video game or something okay i don't think I don't think a choice is better, or I think a choice being better needs to come out of something other than it being sucky no matter what you pick. And I feel like that's mm-hmm. what this choice was. Ah, interesting. So with this choice, I kind of got what I wanted out of it to an extent. Okay. Because you choose to help the deserters, who are people who don't want to live in the city anymore because all of that, you know, capitalist factory work is getting down on their vibes. They got the plague. <laughs> the factory yeah. plague, yeah. Or you could help out the factory guy, the corporate guy, who basically oppresses all of them for having the plague. Right. So, you know, that seems pretty binary, pretty obvious. But then you start talking to the deserters, and they're like, you know, maybe I would be okay with going back 
maybe that would be fine. I could use a sense of purpose there. I don't really know what we're doing here right now, being deserted. So <clears throat> there's but they could that. Go back on. if they wanted to. Yes. So did you give the power to the deserters? No, I gave it to the city. But then uh, immediately yes. I went and killed the guy who runs the factory. Okay, yes. Because then you can uh, reinstate the lady, the yes. leader of the deserters, as the head. That so initially I was like, I'm going to help the deserters, whatever. I mean, that seems like the good option. Right. And then I start talking to the people. And then your party member is like, uh, you probably shouldn't help them. I, I've got a gut feeling on this. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know, chick, I trust you. <laughs> so good kid. I yeah. direct power to the city. And then I talk to the deserters. And then leader lady says uh, she wants to be le or the leader of the city go to the city talk to corporate businessman and i talk and convince him yeah to step down okay that lady would be better sure and so completely non-violent yeah. exactly what i wanted you know i was surprised that i was given the option to kind of get the best of both worlds here because all the deserters happily went back to the factory after i spoke to them and man happily stepped down, but I kind of felt bad about it because he's talking about how he's basically screwed at this point. And yeah. so he is like going out of his way to basically commit corporate job suicide yeah. for the sake of you and this lady who grinds up dead bodies to grow plants. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I, there's some nuance and some turns there in a way that isn't just, hey, can you help me? Thanks for helping me. You're the best. <laughs> sure. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I guess to me, it just feels like good writing or what I believe to be good writing. I'm not, it's not jiving with me, but I believe, you know, everyone saying this writing is good. Sure. But it feels like it's wrapped around this skeleton that doesn't really benefit the writing in any way. Because right. like those deserters, you know, I shut down power in their encampment. And it's like, oh, no. But then you go there and they're all just standing there, you know, mm -hmm. in their idle position for like there's no suffering happening. You just go talk to the lady and she's like mad at you. But it doesn't it doesn't reflect on you or the world in any way. And it seems like if this is like this major decision I'm making, shouldn't this impact something in some way other than through dialogue through characters? Hmm. I see what you're saying. Hmm. I was fine with it. Sure. Because, I mean, I all these games have conditioned me to be okay with <laughs> no. that. Yeah. With video games being video games. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I get to the place, the power's turned off, the alarm's going off, everyone's yep. standing around a campfire. Ding, cool. ding, ding. Yeah. Uh, sure. It just... What I do like yeah. about the gameplay is that they buffered out some of the edges here. Okay. Some of the stuff that has peeved me off in prior Bethesda games. And I think getting rid of VATS and replacing it with uh -oh. slow motion uh -oh. was a very intelligent move. It's VATS, but not bad. Right. Because I'm you can you. slow down time. Pops and that makes sense. It actually feels like there's a tangible limit to how often you can use this thing. Whereas in VATS, you can get to like God status where you're just like, oh, I'm bored. I might as well use VATS now. Right. And then you kill a couple guys with vats, and then you just move to regular first-person shooting because you get bored of the vats. Here, you can only use slow motion for a certain amount of time. It feels very limited, very finite. 
and you also like it drains faster while you're shooting and stuff and you can cripple certain limbs the way you could in the previous games but here it's not like you know a couple shots and the thing's dead you gotta really pump them full of bullets so you might as well do a headshot to blind them reduce their accuracy then maybe do like a body shot to cripple them so that they're stunned for a little bit and so that can give you the edge in combat especially when you're playing on hard to get through an encounter that you otherwise couldn't very smart okay 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 well here okay here's where i'm at with the combat then right yes i wanted to play this game as like an assassin right Mm-hmm. like a rogue i wanted to go around and stab people silently Ooh. and creep Ooh, and you're playing on hard and i'm playing on hard and you cannot Ooh. you just can't because it's not designed yeah. it's designed for you to shoot people in large open environments it's not designed for you to sneak around and because yeah because okay i i really need to run this past you because because this game designed in unreal engine 4 feels like you know, Fallout New Vegas in a in a wild way, mm. like they replicated this other in engine. a wild west kind of way. Oh, get him out of here! <laughs> Sorry, Judge. I'll be quiet. Thank you, uh, you Christian. Your witness. Yes, I witness you. I don't know. Did that rub you either way? Because I was like, it's it's more like a it's more impressive almost or it's just like wow yeah they went for it yeah i can't really say i meleeed a bunch so i mean when i first saw preview footage i was like man this looks exactly like fallout this looks like super janky shooting Mm -hmm. super floaty melee combat Mm -hmm. and that is definitely the case it feels more stable though thanks to unreal engine i feel yes and when you're just watching it the stiff animations stand out a lot more so than when you're actively shooting and the sound design helps kind of ease over that janky looking animation the shotguns i've noticed just flat out don't feel great okay but like the pistols and machine guns i feel are tolerable okay okay speaking of sound you said the you the music was working for you yeah, it was, and I was taken yeah. off guard because you know this is this is not your big budget, you know, multi million dollar release, yeah. and I was like taken off guard and taken aback by the orchestral soundtrack, and that does a lot for me in a video game. I've noticed when you can have that or sweeping orchestral soundtrack to back up your epic spacefaring adventure, I'm in. You got me, man. <laughs> He's got his hooks in him. Uh. Before we talk about Borderlands, Michael, would you like to address the Todifant in the room a little bit? Speaking of Bethesda, something, something. Uh, I'm not the one that kept writing thirteen dollars in a Discord mm. chat. Okay. Caps. Yeah, Michael, let me run this past you. Okay. 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 I, I, I'd rather you explain it because I, <laughs> I have the personal connection here, being the only person in this chat that actually tried to play Fallout seventy six. Uh huh. And enjoyed it. Uh-huh. I it enjoyed hurts, playing it with it you, Michael. But not it on that Uh Michael, get the whiteboard yeah. out. Okay. Okay, I've okay. got the whiteboard. Clear it off. Okay. Clear it off. Um, I'll take the red one. Mm. Okay. Okay, so mm-hmm. Fallout, right? Bethesda. Yeah. Todd Howard, the 50s retrofuturism nuclear weapons, right? Yep. Okay. Desert, 
usually some sort of wasteland uh yeah Vault. wasteland but it's usually not a desert it's usually a place that'd be pretty densely forested sure would have been until until the bombs, until the bombs. Mm. um dog meat um uh, um uh pip boy yeah etc yep. etc he's a cartoon doing terrible things ha <laughs> 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 dismemberment of people and Super then mutants. yes Super mutants, thank you, rad roaches, yes. Uh, rad rad cools. scorpions. <laughs> cools, yeah. Yep, 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 overseer. And then... Uh, scavengers. Okay, we're moving on. Uh, we're going to take a recess here. Five minutes, I'm going to talk Fallout. And then... So it's, they're these single-player RPGs, right, Michael? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep, playing it by myself, having fun. I am the guy. And then, and then, Bethesda, and all their wisdom, they're like, Michael... I know you like this Fallout mm-hmm. stuff, but what if? Yeah. Okay. Yep. You listen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm yeah. listening. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Internet. Are we talking Fallout? Multiplayer Fallout? Multiplayer Fallout. Dude, oh. like, the fans have been asking for that forever. I know. People can't shut the hell up about wanting online Fallout. And then it appeared. And it was it controversial. Because <laughs> it's garbage. Because <laughs> it's garbage. But, it is... Michael. Yes. Perhaps we are too numbed to the controversy because what Bethesda then said, what, two years after launch, give or take Um, a while. Can we, I want to roll back the clock here a bit. Okay. To the dawn Mm -hmm. of time. Uh, And sing this song with me. Yes. Um, There's, I want to put a little bubble on this board. I'm writing up here in blue. Okay. Okay. There's this bubble connected to the main one that says Fallout 76. And this bubble, this bubble, this, this, this little bubble I'm writing in blue. Uh Uh-huh. Michael likes Fallout 76. Okay, okay, fine, fine. Michael, that's okay, fine. Okay, Michael, okay. that's fine. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you like playing Fallout with your friends? No, I just like roaming around Appalachia as the leaves turn and... Well, Michael! Singing John Denver to myself. I have excellent news for you. Yes. Because Bethesda... Thank you for setting yep. this up. Even better. You are really winning this fight. Uh, Bethesda have said to you and to everyone, hey guys, what if we took all the other people out of Fallout 76 for you and charged you money? <laughs> yes. It's so funny. Let's take um, the defining feature of our game and yeah, charge you money to get rid of it. I need to cut in here quick because the defining feature of their game didn't even work. I mean, the you, I, okay, I spent hours, I've spent hours playing Fallout 76 mm-hmm. and... <laughs> Maybe about 15 to 30 minutes of that, of those literal hours I've spent in this game have been times where I've run into other players. Sure. Because they've made such a big world that you don't, it's, unless you're looking for it or you're in like the starter area, you don't run into other players. You don't see what other players have done to this world, you don't. Yeah, it, it's so large and encompassing that it that the, the multiplayer might as well not be there. It's not like it's massively multiplayer. It's like twenty four people on a server or something. Yeah, it's not massive. It's not massive multiplayer. So so it's still very isolating, and you're still playing alone. So it's not even that. It's not even like this would do much. People are honest. insane. What is wrong with everyone? <laughs> You're in. You're part of this, Michael. I see I your am. little Skype icon grinning at me. 
You're Wait, why, why am I part of this? You what gave them I money, Michael. <laughs> I gave them 20 bucks. I definitely okay. got 20 bucks out of Fallout 76. You got a month and a half of playing by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I think this. let's go back to this $13 13 $13. Yeah. So before, before they announced that it's a subscription service, they said, hey, we're going to add private servers and take out the defining feature. Oh, hell game. yeah. Yeah. Good so PR people are move. excited. Um, there's talk, maybe even mods. People oh, like the yeah. Fallout mods because they tend to fix all the things Bethesda won't. Yeah, good inventory and, system. Yeah, right. yeah sure. good inventory system. Yeah, yeah. You know, these are some okay things for this game. Um, sure. And uh, then a week later, it's the... Uh, yeah, you can get all this and more for $13 a month. And that more is just in-game currency and this tent thing. And... <laughs> this tent thing. Hell yeah. Hey, can I get atoms? Can I get atoms? You can get atoms, yes. Oh Let's get God. you like 1650 atoms. So I'm thirsty for atoms. cosmetics. Oh, I'm hooked on the atoms, dude. Mm, yeah. Mm. First hit's free. Got then... any skooma? Got any atoms? Ooh. this is just complete garbage i don't yeah i don't i don't have much to say really it's just do you okay how do you think this compares to the the duffel bag bag? the canvas Uh, bag uh the canvas bag was a physical item they had to create so i can almost give them more leeway there where it's like oops our supply lines didn't work out the way we wanted it's like okay this is a human problem this is them creating a problem and then charging you to fix it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's uh, just awful. I'm amazed they've followed through on it. Yeah. I I I kind of figured <laughs> after that initial response that it would be it would be stupid to try to follow up on this because Don't draw attention to yourself. <laughs> well it's like just a dumb corporate thing like it gave you bad press why are you still doing this why do this to yourself i hate this a hundred times more than loot boxes mm. personally the subscription the just the ad conceptually or just this particular execution um locking the stupid feature that is against the very nature of the game behind a paywall that you have to pay <laughs> monthly for yeah. irks me in ways that loot boxes don't i think that's fair i think it's fair i'm not by the way i am not defending fallout 76 on this i think this uh, is the, i'm looking I at the bubble is... right here michael stop sniffing okay. the markers michael no, i i <laughs> it smells good though and it makes me feel happy um it's fair. much like fallout 76 no because 76 is so as has been documented in the xp bar podcast of, Mothman, of before yes. Uh, Fallout 76 is a problematic game. Um, okay. So, it is not a perfect game. Okay. I get out of it what I get out of it, though, in a way that I enjoy. And as one of these few people who actually like Fallout 76 to some degree, you know, I like Appalachia. I don't think they do Appalachia justice in any lore sense, but I like Appalachia. I like how it is western-y. I like how there's these little vague, these vague references to like, like coal mining and working class struggles and stuff like that. Hmm. Um, I don't think they really follow up well on these things, but that there there are things I like, and uh, <laughs> to have this come out of nowhere, it just I don't know. I feel like why why shoot yourself in the foot with the the few fans your problematic bullshit game got? 
Because they like well, it, Michael. They like getting hurt. Okay. Todd, Todd Howard is a masochist. Is he behind the scenes twisting his own nipples while he's watching people tweet Ooh. bad things about Fallout 76? Yes. Go. He might be. He must be. I don't know. He it's can just, pay someone it, else to do it at this point. But yeah. Uh, yeah. you go look at any article about this, and there's going to be a comment on there where somebody's like, this is exactly what I was hoping for. I'm happy to give Bethesda my money. Blue, 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 blue. <laughs> Please kill yeah. me. And then it's like, what is happening? What We as the people, yeah. you guys were talking about consumer rights last time and like boycotts and stuff. People are idiots. They will just shovel this crap in their mouth and eat it, Michael. I don't think we it's have We have surrendered that, our consumer though. rights. There are, I, okay. I'm just saying as the resident Fallout 76 player, <laughs> I too feel spited by this and will not be spending saying... $13 a month to have a private server to play... A game that could easily be modded into Fallout 4 or something. I'm saying know. you eat poop, Michael. That's what oh, I'm ooh. saying. I am not. No. Objection, Your Honor. <gasps> Leading the witness. Sustained. My apologies. Uh, Strike that from the record. It's not how courts work. Um, anyway. <laughs> but I don't. Yeah. Like, I. It just feels like it's another slap to the face. Yes. They've been and, doing this for a while. Part of that slap of the face was my own nostalgia, but it feels like a another another slap to the, the consumer face as someone who would actually be within that Bethesda buying market. So, Christian. I love how Fallout seventy six <laughs> is yes. a PR nightmare jawbreaker that seems to have no end. Mm. <laughs> Just keeps going. It's an Just everlasting sucking on it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? I we we're getting stuck in the mud here. But what? Just real quick, what is the Bethesda E three uh, version of the story? What are we? What are we hearing from Todd when he walks out on stage? We heard there were some mistakes. Oh. Um, I know something like that, oh. but we have good news yeah. tomorrow live on PlayStation fours and Xbox ones. We will have new DLC adding non-player characters. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. No references to the fact that was promised last year. Is that free? I better be. Is that free content? I hope so. How is that free and this isn't? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, Michael. Where's my uh, Battle Royale mode? Is Battle Royale there, mode It's still in there, there? Dude. I haven't seen it. Is, is it, it still, still in there? there? Are we oh, still I don't know if fire? it's still in there. Because it's like a temporary beta phase, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a beta I phase. I, I'm pretty sure it was a beta, but I don't know if they just kept it going. That was terrible. Yeah, it was. That was awful. Ring of fire. This would be a perfect segue into Call of Duty, but instead, we're going to swerve into Borderlands 3. Speaking of shitty companies. No. Yes. You'll remember... Uh, XP bar followers. I was pretty down on Borderlands 3 last time. Wasn't a big fan. I was like, Christian, That's you're a true. fool. You're a, you're, a, you're a court jester talking about how this game was good. I'm a and then, Objection. I believe the judge has misconstrued which court he is currently presiding over. It's a kangaroo court. Bum, 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 bum. I withdraw. No, Michael, come back and listen I to withdraw me. withdraw my motion. Talk about Borderlands 3. Uh, I played more and beat it and played it some more and keep playing it. And I really, really, really like it. You guys, Borderlands 3 is a-okay. Blasphemy. I think it ruined the Outer Worlds for me. Borderlands mm, 3. Really? Because in Borderlands 3, 
when I go talk to someone, they just start talking. And it's like, ha ha, okay, fine. <laughs> but then I can like run around and do things and shoot things. And the shooting is good and it feels good. And there's loot and I like the characters and such. And it's fun. And it's like this game I'm playing. Whereas The Outer Worlds is like, okay, I'm stuck talking to this person. And then I'm like clicking through their dialogue train. I just want to get out there and shoot more stuff. So I hate yeah, newspapers. Hate newspapers. Uh, Borderlands 3 is a game with a very bad, bad start. Mm. I think it might be on purpose. Because you start on Pandora, right? It's like Borderlands world. I think they're trying to make some sort of statement by making it terrible. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading into (laughs) that. But it gets so much better from there once you get out there in the world. Um, Michael, how do you feel about Borderlands spoilers? Uh, go for it. Okay. I'm not playing this game for a plot. People are just going <laughs> to yell it at me anyway. Um, this game gets to a place on the last couple planets that I think works really well, and it's another thing I like more about it than The Outer Worlds, which is that The Outer Worlds just seems very cynical, and it's like people doing the best they can in an unfortunate situation type thing, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. we're slaves to the system, but we, we have personalities and we're people. But, like, Borderlands has this, like, hope to it. This, like, positivity mm-hmm. towards the end that I, like, really into. Because I've said it before, but I need, like, some levity in what I'm doing. I can't just... Depressing stuff doesn't work well with me. Type of thing. But! Borderlands 3 has this guy, Typhon, Typhon de Leon. Yes. God, palling around with him is just fun. Yeah. And he's just like, isn't space cool? Here's this awesome place, and space is cool, and I'm an explorer, and we had sex in this crazy vault room, me and my wife, and then it's just like, this is great. I don't know. It worked for me a lot, and I like where like they don't give his character room to breathe at all, and it sucks, because mm. he's jammed into the end of this game, but... Uh, you listen to his logs, though, all game. Oh, you sure do. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like him so much from the logs, you know? Yeah. Because it was like, is this racist? It's <laughs> just the Jewish stereotype, which is take it or leave it. He says schlep a lot and stuff. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Yeah. I'm excited. But, okay, but his cool. character is good in the end. I'm represented. Yay. <laughs> Yay. You'll lamazzle. And then uh, he has a gun that shoots guns. He has a gun gun. Yeah. Oh, I heard about this. Okay. Um. And yeah, I just, it just, I don't know what clicked, but the writing, I just like it now, and the mm-hmm. guns are fun, and the shooting's fun. It's just, there's this progression to that game where it's just always getting crazier and more fun and more rewarding, and I could just play it forever, and I think it's my favorite Borderlands now because i love borderlands one a lot and i think this is a way better game in a lot of respects so no Um, when yes about when does that start happening that is a great question because yes i am at this point yes i am playing the game the thingies are happening you know the the claptrap claptrap makes a joke about butts um yeah he wants his girlfriend Um, to be thick with two c's <laughs> Did you say that? That's dumb. Yeah. Why am I playing this game? Um, 
this is and there are po- there are points where it's like I enjoy this, and then there are points <laughs> where someone screams a punchline at me, and I hate it. Yeah. That when never goes when away. does the enjoyment oh, that never goes away? Great. Because uh, you have the generic like psycho voices, and they're like. Oh, yeah, those. my boo! No! <laughs> I'll kill you! I'm gonna make you into a meat bicycle! They say? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You yeah. don't like it? Um, no, and I think a part of this is that I've been playing a lot of side missions. Okay, see, I, that's what everybody seems to be doing. That's what my dad is doing. And I'm like, you could do that. But, or I could have fun. Or you could have fun. I, I don't know. That's just not how my brain is wired to begin with. I just like to get through the story. But um, don't you even say a word, Michael. Uh, did you get to Maya and Ava? I just finished that initial part, but then I went back to do side quests. Oh. I thought that planet was where things started to pick up. And by the time I got to the like the gothic swamp mansion and stuff, I was in it. So Okay. I think all the Jacob stuff is really fun and a really cool idea for a Borderlands environment because it's just this old swampy mansion with all this family history going on in it and you're just fighting through this like giant library and stuff in this mansion. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Was okay. Uh, if you get there and you're not into it, I can tell you the game is going to be that still forever. You know, <laughs> okay. It's going to be Borderlands. So. Um, but pain and terror are pretty good. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> that was silly. That was very silly. Um, okay. I will say I feel more positive about it now than. Oh, we got to end the podcast. Time. What? Why? You what? said I will say. Uh oh. Turn it off. Well, my friends, it's time to close. We hope that you enjoyed the show. XP bar. I was just going to say that I think that I'm having I'm enjoying it more now than I was the last time we talked because the last time okay. we talked I think I was in that deep, deep depression, deep shouting punchlines and in my ears. Yes. Yes. Part of the game. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and that's all I was getting out of it was look she needs her coffee you gotta get oh, her God, coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Can you go get the burger bot? Stop the burger bot. Mm, yes, juicy burgers. Mm. You see, they're really juicy because they're made out of roach or whatever. Ratch. Uh, there is a great quest where the guy's brain gets put in a ratch, and the voice acting is great. It's very good. Okay. I could play that over and over. Christian. Yes. Where are you at with that game? Because I know you beat it and everything, but uh, is that something you're going to go back to, or is that kind of just like a keep it in your back pocket yeah i'd like to get back to it i I would i you know stopped it in a spot where i was still enjoying it and could have played it more yeah so at some point i'd like to dive back in okay 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 the halloween event's kind of fun is it what do they got going it's on cute for i think it's cute i think the name at least the, the naming jokes are cute hectoplasm and the heck hole descent the descent into heck uh, <laughs> you just That's uh cute. It's actually, it's really cool because it actually introduces an entirely new um, element or, like, uh, status effect into the game. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Terrible. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it's cool. You just have to, you 
fight certain enemies they're all over through the main game and then once you do that enough you get to go to this basically reskinned area where it's all halloweeny and then you just fight a boss at the end of it and i know it's not gonna light your fires or anything but it's cute that they are doing like holiday events yeah a little extra content to keep you going yeah put your shift codes in and whatever yes follow uh, randy pitchford on twitter not for those shift codes uh, I play a little bit of <laughs> Ace Combat. Have to sanitize your hard drive after that one. Ooh, Michael, I swear to God. <laughs> Put a quarter in the jar, my son. Maybe uh, if you were a better pilot. Ooh. I, when I close my eyes, I can picture the sky. It's deep blue. Deep blue sky. <laughs> <laughs> my grandfather helped me build this plane. Something, something. I don't know. It, it seems completely ridiculous, to be honest. But, it is. It uh, is absolutely mm. ridiculous. Yeah. Wait, those planes could hit houses. That's just what war is these days, I guess. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Have you gotten similar. any of the parts where they're, where they're uh, pontificating about, what it, about whether or not it's good to replace pilots with drones? Oh, that's, that is running deep through this game. Yeah. These drones. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I really like it because it just feels like like people way into old cars or something. Where like, these <laughs> yeah, except they're fighter soul. jets with, except they're fighter jets and they're they have to kill people. I don't know, man. I I did two missions. I think I'll I'll go back to it, but uh, it's not really my type of game, I guess. So I'm just kinda, that's fair. I'm being a tourist in this game, but it's mm-hmm. fine. It's okay. Uh, I tried doing the like the expert controls, and it just I no, nope. don't <laughs> can't figure it out. Keep it as video gamey as possible. I, it feels bad to move around, and I feel like that's not what you want in your video game. So I put mm-hmm. it back to idiot mode, and that's where. Yeah. So, sorry for taking up all the podcast. Okay, Christian, Christian, I would love to hear about Call of Duty if you don't mind talking about Call yeah, of Duty. Yeah, hit me. What questions you got? I have finished the campaign on the hardest difficulty. Okay. I've put about fifteen hours into the multiplayer. Okay. And I've dabbled with the co-op. Okay. Okay. Why is there no battle royale mode? What do you think that means? That's a very good question. Mm. I want to know the answer, too. Battle Royale is dead, exclamation point. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Very possible. Very possible. I don't know. I think at that point they'd be trying to kind of compete with Apex Legends, which is free. So. True. That kind of filled that niche. Okay. That doesn't need plugging anymore. That's fair. Just seems like an odd omission, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Especially considering they went no campaign Battle Royale instead route last time, but. Right. Here we are. Right. Campaign no battle royale. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Do you think it's better for that? Yeah, I like my good old fashioned campaign. <laughs> yeah. I like playing on veteran. I like how it's Groundhog's Day where I have to die over and over and memorize the spawn locations of the enemies so that I can just pop up and kill them all before they even know I exist. And then I play through the whole campaign, and then I get the fun fan service for the Modern Warfare franchise. Woo. And Captain Price is there, and Hello. he's awesome. Yeah. Uh, where's my soap the world's dirty it needs some soap, soap no on spoilers here um, Michael I will turn the witness over to you after one final question okay Christian I was watching you play a little bit of it yes and through my very presence it seemed like I broke your game is the rest <laughs> of the game broken or did I just like ruin it somehow by being there and then it's that was <laughs> that was the only issue I had where you okay. showed up 
I was playing a mission, and yep. then I noticed it was kind of strange because there weren't any enemies for, like, half of the map. Mm -hmm. And so I went to the objective location, and nothing was happening. And so I went back through the entire map where there were no enemies, and I found all of the friendly characters that were supposed to move up and help me breach a door were still just, like, stuck in the starting location Showing. for some reason. So that didn't awesome. happen to me at all beforehand <laughs> or afterwards. I mean, that was, like, towards the end of the game anyway, but... I liked, yeah. I liked your strategy where you were, like, nudging people out of their... Where they were standing to try to, like, kick things into gear. I liked yeah, I, I had a feeling that might have done something, but it didn't, it didn't um, help at all. You got through that door eventually? I did, yeah. I just restarted okay. the level, and we got okay. through it. Okay. Uh, there was a lot more enemies that were supposed to spawn that didn't. I think what happened was I killed a guy before he was able to fire a rocket and him firing a rocket um, was part of like the logical flow of things for that stage. So okay. I borked it. Oops. Okay. That's fine. That, that sounds not good. Anyway. Michael, you're a witness. Um, how's the multiplayer? Multiplayer? What are we talking? Are we talking more? Uh, is there multiplayer? Yes. Okay. How's the multiplayer? Is it uh, more Modern Warfare, more mm. Black Ops? What are we mm. talking? Definitely more original Modern Warfare, and mm. that okay. is very much because of the map design. Very controversial, this Call of Duty outing, because uh -oh. they have largely done away with three-lane maps, which was kind <gasps> of the structure of pretty much the vast majority of Call of Duties since the original Modern Warfare has been that three-lane structure. How you kind of have three definite like directions you can go in a map, and then you'll run into someone, you'll shoot at them, someone dies, you know, move on. And yep. so yep. people, I feel, I really like that deterministic structure. I, that's why people like Nuketown so much. Very simple, straightforward. You can grasp it easily and get to strategizing and get to shooting people right away. This one is just like a garbled mess of maps. There are like bombed out buildings that you're running through rubble. There's like one with a bridge down the middle. There's just like everything. They just, there's a map. And <laughs> yeah. It's strange, and it's very controversial Controversial, because that, in conjunction with the fact that the time to kill is a little quicker this time out, too. Uh-oh. Especially when compared to Black Ops 4, where the time to kill was slightly longer in order to allow you some time to react. This one is more like, if someone sees you first, you're probably dead. Hmm. So... Because of that, people don't like how this game seems to be more camp-heavy. Uh -oh. It incentivizes camping to an extent. Because people can just sit there in a building 100 yards away, staring down where the general location of the spawns are. And then you're just trying to run up to the building where they're at, and they'll gun you down. Because you couldn't see that far away in that dark archway that they're standing in, and they're mowing you down like none other. Hmm. Are Call of Duty so, maps just D Dust Two? Hmm. Hmm. What's that? Hmm. It's a Roblox that, map. Yes. It's that map is it's got that three lane thing going on. It does. Never mind. Oof. Sorry, I broke That's my okay. brain. No. Uh, Oof. Was is health regenerating or is it the weird thing they had last time? It is regenerating. Ooh, no okay. manual heals in Black Ops 4 this time out. Interesting. No uh, 
are we still breaking into classes the way like like with supers and stuff like that are you doing the destiny thing anymore or it's a little bit of both so the pick Mm. whatever system isn't in this one which it was in black ops 4 i think it has been in most of black ops game where you know slap 15 attachments on your gun if you want and sacrifice a grenade and a secondary weapon you know that's not here this time this time it's primary weapon secondary weapon three perks a lethal a tactical and then you do have a like skill i forget what it's called like tactical ability or something and that is not bound to your character it's just like something you pick as part of your class so one is you can move silently for 10 seconds one is slap down an ammo thing that other people can get ammo out of that kind of thing Hmm. it's like the battlefield kind of thing yeah, but it does recharge over time, so it's okay. kind of that slightly pseudo ultimate type thing. Any, uh, any, uh, at the end of a game, do you have stupid taunts you say to the camera? Is it like, the, ooh, that know? is not in there too, now that you mention it. That's mm. interesting. That's, that's not there? That is not, not as of right now, no. Okay, so no one's telling me mess with the best, dead like the rest, and then doing like the weird, like, no. cut your neck throat thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. That is strangely absent, but there's no telling where this thing's going to go in the future, because right now, no microtransactions yet, because that's the Activision way. We don't put the <laughs> microtransactions in for the first month. Get like, Let the reviews get out there, you know? Let's let's get some positive buzz and then shove them in there. <laughs> okay. But there's no season passes timeout, so okay. this will Weird. supposedly get more content that you won't have to pay for up front, potentially. I'll believe that when that happens, but okay. Totally. So there's that possibility. And also, like I mentioned when we discussed the beta, did I discuss the beta on this podcast? Mm, I don't think so. No? There's the ground war mode, right? Which is just battlefield. It's 32v32. You're walking slowly across the map to capture a point very slowly. And there are helicopters raining hellfire down upon you. People in tanks camped up on hills and just mowing you down for an XP fest, spraying the spawn points like none other. And it's crazy because it also has the Call of Duty kill streaks in there, the same straight up kill streaks, which is insane. So there's UAVs popping off all the freaking time. You know, 32 people calling in UAVs. It's nuts. And it's like crazy mm-hmm. chaos in a way that's intriguing. It doesn't that, exactly. Yeah, go ahead. How does that not melt your computer? Um, it did before the upgrade a little bit, but now we're smooth sailing. It also doesn't run the greatest on consoles. It, it'll take a little bit of a hit in that mode, Mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, I mean, as far as balancing is concerned, it's a mess. There's snipers everywhere. And like I said, the camping situation is kind of even worse in that mode because people can just, you know, sit in their doorways, guarding their points and then just mow everyone down as they come towards them. So balancing an issue but it's an amusing journey it's an amusing venture you know pop in there play a game or two and then pop back out and get back into your regular old team deathmatch and what have you but there's also the gunfight mode which is 2v2 so you've got this ridiculous 32v32 like crazy making large-scale combat and you've also got this very small scale intimate just 100 percent skill engagements Hmm. and it's very like cathartic because they they have like two ways of divvying out the equipment create a class is gone in 2v2 mode your class does not matter 
and instead you're either given a preset class or you have to like pick up weapons that are scattered off about the map and they're usually like the same weapons on both sides so it feels very consequential it feels like it's just you and your skill that's it no excuses buddy it's not that they unlocked a weapon that you don't have access to yet because you both have access to the same weapons get it done (laughs) thanks soap uh is that like esports the mode is that where they're going with that it might be i mean it it's over like every round is over in like 15 seconds pretty much i mean they can drag out to like a minute and a half if you're hiding somewhere and just dragging it out but i mean they're over pretty quick and then it's on to the next one so these aren't like vast tactical you know excursions where crazy people are doing infinitely intelligent strategies in order to set up their chess pieces and watch it all unfold on their battlefield it's just people twitching and then moving over and then shooting the guy because his reflexes were faster than the other person's okay so i mean you're not going to sit there and play this mode for 10 hours straight but it is a very good change of pace when you're just one cog in this giant 32v32 machine where killstreaks are getting fired off and you're just inconsequentially blowing up at your spawn point. It feels very cathartic and very kind of meaningful. Every movement has its meaning in that gunfight mode. It's like a dance. It's like ballet. Yes, exactly, exactly. And also the... um, the movement sounds have been cranked up like none other, so you can very easily hear footsteps. So oh, that's another thing that kind of incentivizes the camping. People can just sit there, and if anyone gets anywhere close to them, they can hear it, and then they'll find you, and they will hunt you, and they will kill you. Excellent. Yes. The <laughs> huge... So there's one last thing. Yes. PC is where I got it this time around. I have regretted my PC Call of Duty purchases in the past yeah. because... The only people still playing Call of Duty on PC a month after release are the people who are too good at it. And, mm-hmm. you know, they ruin it for the average Joe like me who just wants to pop into Call of Duty once a week and have some fun Twitch first-person shooting fun. This time, crossplay. It's a oh. game changer. It makes PC pretty much the definitive platform to play on. Because not only do you have access to keyboard and mouse to, you know, match with all the PC players or match with all of the keyboard and mouse players on PS4 or Xbox One because they've opened those windows for the console players now, too. But if you hook up a controller and you select control with a controller from the options menu, and that's the only place you can switch it, so there's no cheating. If you switch to playing with a controller, you will only get matched with other individuals who are using a controller, which is largely the Xbox One and PS4 pool of players. So you're basically playing on console, except on your PC, and you can crank the settings up, and you can turn RTX on, and you can run at 144 frames per second so that you can have better reaction times than everyone else, and it is wonderful. That sounds all right. Yeah, I mean, it changes... Like, the game, as far as getting a Call of Duty game on PC is concerned, it is actually a viable platform for Call of Duty multiplayer. So, Michael and I get it on PS4. We can play together, right? Yes, we can party up. I have done that before, and it's pretty lickety split. There is now an Activision ID, and you can add Activision friends. Party up. Have fun across platforms. Can I... Michael gets it PlayStation, I get it Xbox. We can play it together, yes, no? Yep, absolutely. Seriously. 
That's crazy. And if you don't want to roll around in any of that muck, there's an option in the options menu, cross-play disabled. So you can oh. disable it if you just want to play with your same platform for whatever reason. Huh. Options is the name of the game here. That's really cool. Very cool. Hmm. hmm. And I will say... I have a question for you, Christian. Yes. Or did you... Uh, did you want to talk about the campaign, or was that kind of... I mean... I, I mean, is it meaningful? I mean, I'm mm-hmm. I'm kind of curious. Yeah? I don't know, because I think Call of Duty's campaigns, with a few exceptions, have been kind of... Mm-hmm. Especially the Modern Warfare series, they've mm-hmm. been kind of... Uh, Michael? Michael, watch mm-hmm. yourself. Check yourself right now, Michael. <laughs> Consider your next words. Michael? <laughs> Problem... Oh. I don't know. what are, they, They've always been go to third world country, shoot. Not too... Only a little bit of two is that. Okay. Two is them coming here, man. Yeah, dude. Wolverines. Oh, no, 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 no. They're bombing the White House, dude. Yeah, there's also the favelas. Twice. The angry mob wants to kill you. (laughs) Run away, Michael. Oh, no, it's Resident Evil 5 all over again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's fair. What what are we looking at with the the campaign here? Anything? Is it engaging? Is it interesting? (laughs) We uh, shoot oh, no. foreigners some more again. Like, yes, it is interesting. <laughs> okay. It is interesting. Okay. This Call of Duty that. campaign is very interesting because in the lead up, they were in the PR world were saying we want to do something on the echelon of No Russian in Modern Warfare Two. We're going to do it. We're going to go there. Oh, that's we're going right. to toy okay. with the complications of Modern Warfare. In this current day and age, in this Christian 21st century, we're going to go there. Christian, did they go there? Not really. I mean, they kind of do. (laughs) It's basically a series of vignettes that put on display how screwed up modern war is. That's basically what the campaign is. Sprinkled in a few of your typical... Call of Duty set pieces defend this point from all these enemies here. Sniper section there. Let's go infiltrate this, uh, uh, like, uh, depot there. And then the rest of it is like, man, war sucks, dude. Where it's like, oh, we're in this very uncomfortable situation that I'm sure someone has had to deal with in some similar fashion in real life. And it doesn't really mesh the best it doesn't work great when you're also watching the story unfold. That's like super action movie and like there's a twist in there that doesn't really work the best. You know, you got to have the action movie beats. You got the characters and it just moves at a mile a minute, which is crazy. Like you get a lull and then boom, the game cuts to like the next action set piece. You're controlling that same character who was just having this contemplative moment, except now you're in a Jeep moving onto the battlefield for this next section. And it's insane. And I mean, that's kind of cool, but it's also like, it doesn't feel like cohesive as far as like a narrative is concerned. They're just moving. They're like terrorist, terrorist, got to kill the terrorist. Okay. We got the terrorist next thing. Do the next thing. Okay. We did this. Okay. Now do that. And it just keeps going. And sometimes it'll slow down to have these like, you know, how screwed up this is moments. And some of them, some of them are better than others. It has good little nuggets. There's one that's just like a watchdogs in call of duty section. That was a little, Mm. but, Mm. uh, They've got some 
fun little stuff in there. But then there's like, there's this one section where it was like, oh, you need to find a silencer for your gun. Start checking cars. We could use an oil filter. And so you check cars and then you find an oil filter and it just screws into the barrel of your gun and it works as a silencer. And that's that was like a bridge too far for me. That's when I could not suspend my disbelief anymore because it just had like a section where it was commenting on how screwed up it is that all of these innocent people are having to partake in this terrorist warfare. And then... I screw an oil filter onto my gun to shoot two people in the back of the head. <laughs> so there's a dissonance there that doesn't gel the best, but yeah. there's some really great nuggets in there okay. too. I wouldn't okay. I wouldn't put this above Infinite Warfare in, you know, mm. in any context, but I do like it more than I like the World War II uh campaign. And it's probably somewhere on par with Black Ops 3. Probably uh, right now I'm feeling a little better than Black Ops 3. It does some cool unique stuff, but it isn't revolutionary. Okay. We're not talking no Russian for 10 hours no. straight. No. Okay. Have they gotten away from the thing where you're switching protagonists through a campaign? That's like done, right? They don't do that anymore. They still do it, dude. Ooh. They're still doing it. Are they still killing protagonists? Mm-hmm. Don't answer that. Mm-hmm. Nod or shake your head and I'll just know. Okay. I think World War II had one protagonist that you just followed, but okay. that's not the case here. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Soap's nice. back, baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, question, the question that comes to mind for me is, is Black Ops 4 like this crazy aberration that they'll just like never... It sounds like they've just undone everything they've done with Black Ops 4 with this game. Yep, it certainly sounds that way. I mean, the past three Call of Duties now, I think it is, have have been, we're doing it, guys. We're going back. We're making the Call of Duty you know and love. Come on back. That's been the last three ones, because it started with World War II, and they're like, guys, we're back. We're doing World War II again. That's when we were good, right? Like, come on back, Joe. We missed you, Joe. Didn't you miss playing World at War with your bros back in middle school, man? Well, now you're in high school. Now it's cool. <laughs> now you're old enough to buy the game and play it, man. And Hell so yeah. they did that. There, they did that with Black Ops Four, where they're like boots on the ground, and then they're Center expecting mass. applause. They're like, "Guys, your boots are not going to leave the ground unless you jump." Jetpacks are gone, fam. This is the Black Ops you know and love, but we're keeping those boots firmly planted. And then this one is like, guys, we're going back to the franchise that started it all. Modern Warfare. You guys love that Call of Duty 4. This one's like 17, but it's called the same as 4. So. <laughs> it's true. Yep, we're here. They're doing it again. And that's, you know, they're v- it is very intelligent marketing. Because I feel like people yeah. rally around that kind of idea. Especially Sucks. like your average Joe Schmo, they'll be like, dude, it, Call of Duty's going back to what I love because the last five sucked, right? This is the one. Aww. And they've done that the past three years, and it's it's smart. And apparently the sales for this one are the best of this console generation yet. So they're that doing something right. That was what I was right. ask. Okay. Okay. I, w- I was curious whether or not that would actually reflect in sales. But... People don't care about Hong Kong, I guess. Great. Thanks. <laughs> That's right. Uh... Well, because isn't Blizzard doing the online stuff for this? Oh. Yes, it, it's well, it's through the Blizzard uh, application on PC. 
Mm. So that's how Black Ops 4 was as well. So you need to use Battle.net to play yeah. it. Yeah. And it's mm. considered a partner game. And now that Destiny 2 is no longer a partner Battle Blizzard net game, it is now the only non-Blizzard developed partner game. Oh, are Call sure. of Duty games. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, hey, Overwatch 2, huh? hey Yeah, sure. Is that a thing? Yeah. What? Or it's... Really? It's heavily rumored. Yeah. With the leaks are leaking, baby. This weekend. Diablo oh, 4 is also heavily rumored now. And yes. The Diablo mobile game still hasn't come out, come out yes, yet. Yes, you all have phones, right? <laughs> oh, <Michael>. no. <laughs> Imagine yeah, that. Yeah, I use mine to play Fallout spinoff something. <laughs> Imagine that BlizzCon happening this year. Oh, my goodness. How amazing would that be? <laughs> I don't think you could do that. Nope. <laughs> Someone would die. Uh, yeah. It's, it's amazing that just last episode, we were like, man, Blizzard's really shot themselves in the foot, and everybody's just like, oh, my God, we're Overwatch 2, great. Are people <laughs> like, over, like, oh, my God, Overwatch 2, great? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, They're like, oh my gosh, there's this character in this piece echo, of concept echo, art. Echo, yes, Echo is in the concept echo. art. They denied her existence, but we see her in this concept art. She's going to be in the sequel. She's in the the sequel is going to have PVE content. It's going to add substantial new content to the next Overwatch game. Keep going. Look at the world building. Zach will be happy. In-game cutscenes. <laughs> oh! So, uh, the world is a vampire. Uh, Christian. Really quick question. I want to pull you guys. Would you buy another, would you buy Overwatch 2? No. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Okay. I don't. Christian? Yeah. I might. Yeah, that's okay. I ain't judging, but. Uh, I'm not either. It's very easy for me to not support Blizzard. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I just won't. Activision's harder though. Uh oh, they make more games than just Blizzard games. Uh oh, they don't really make much though, which is weird. Yeah, like they're not yeah. pumping them out. They just, you know, they come out with their Call of Duty every year, and then they That's do their true. remasters. Wait, why is Activision? I missed something. They're the Activision same. Blizzard are both the same conglomerate. Ah, okay, I gotcha. Who is owned by AOL? Who is owned by MTV? Who was owned by Disney. Oh. Of course. Um, sure. Christian, any yep. any other games? I'm sure you have. No, I mean, that <laughs> was that was honestly pretty much it. Outer okay. Worlds, Modern Warfare, okay. Persona 5, finished it. Yeah. And I can move on with my life. So you and I read it? a news article today that, like, the headline was, Persona 5R is going to have substantial new additions. And I was like, nope. Yep, moved on with my life. <laughs> Oh, that sucks. Yep. That's okay. Yeah. I did it. New Year's resolution, check. Hmm. Is that Life coming to on. PS3? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't believe that's it is. That's a very good question. That's weird. They've abandoned their fan base. How dare you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Michael? Yeah? What's you been playing, my guy? I don't know. We kind of covered it. Okay, I'm sorry. Shadow of the Hedgehog. Uh, yeah, yeah, I plugged mm-hmm. in Shadow of the Hedgehog the other day. Yeah. Boy, that game's broken. That game is not a game. <laughs> that is a oh, monster. 
It is. There's a lot to talk about, right? There's None of it good. so little to talk about at the same time. Really? Yeah. Um, there are some interesting ideas. Hmm. Mm. Mm, yeah. They, okay. They don't okay. work. Yeah. But I like the idea. Okay. I like some of the ideas. Okay. Ideas are good. Uh, yeah. Um, the Chaotix crew's back, baby. They've been back for like four games in a row now. <laughs> it's not cool anymore. And it's the four kids' voice cast, so it's like yes. a nightmare. But Shadow! Oh, Vector sounds bad. Charmy sounds like a, a little <laughs> demon child. Ooh. I don't. It sounds I like how a, SPO sounds. Doesn't SPO sound kind of brooding and? Yeah, that's kind of his thing, I guess. Okay. They never established what those characters sound like, and then in Heroes they just sound like something, and now they sound like something different, and it doesn't make any sense, and it bugs me. Well, they changed voice actors for a couple on this one too. Rouge sounds different. Oh, I can't wait. I haven't seen hmm. Rouge yet. Uh, play the evil track. You get her right <gasps> Ooh, away. Yes. Ooh, I will. Kristen, did you play this game at all growing up? Or Oh, yes. Yes, I oh. traded uh, back in the day. The only way for me to get access to new video games was, like, borrow trading on the bus. So okay. scoped out one kid. I let him borrow Beyond Good and Evil on the PS2. Oh, Christian, no. <laughs> Shadow the Hedgehog, <laughs> Starsky and Hutch. And Barnyard on the PS2. Boy, what, what a trifecta. You could not make this up, Christian. Nope. I respect you. That Starsky and Hutch game's okay. It's okay. That game's fine. Yeah, it's probably the okayest of the bunch. Yeah. Uh, that sucks. Did you think it was cool as a kid? Were you like, oh, Shadow's awesome. He's dark and edgy. He's got a motorcycle. He's, Where's my bike? He says. <laughs> I was hoping it would be that way, but I found it more frustrating. I had a really oh, yes. hard time getting to the end of a lot of levels. Yes. Hmm. That's not your fault, Christian. No. Don't put that on there you. Is, there is one. There is one level. I don't know. Tucker, have you gotten to the one where you're like time to either diffuse bombs with knuckles or arm bombs? Oh, God, no. You have like eight minutes and it's a platforming challenge thing where you have to go and arm all the bombs. And... <laughs> oh, or you're buddying with knuckles and he's like, come on, Shadow, we need to go disarm the bombs. What are you doing? You need to arm the bombs. I don't know why he's like coming out Spanish. I'm sorry. I was doing the Doom hand thing. No, I have not gotten to that awesome level, Michael. It sounds like a hoot and a holler. Guess where I'm at on round three. Woo! I got I I I put it down at the internet level. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's was this the level. internet level with Espio or the internet level with Rouge? Oh, screw you. There's not two internet levels. There Bye, is Michael. At least. Cut this man's mic. Don't write Depends down what he says. Depends on which one you go. If you go good route, you get SBO. If you go bad route, you get Rouge. Thanks, Michael. Something one of them, because one of them is like, you're going to hack the computer. Of course. But, but you're, but one of them is you shut down like the world's defense network. Of course. That's if you go the bad route, and that's the one where you're like with Rouge because there's a chaos emerald in the internet. Of course. Okay. Okay. You have to of find course. the chaos emerald in the internet, and that's what Rouge needs help with. Of course. But but the Black Doom guy, he's like, no, you need to like destroy the internet. Of course. But then then the good one is you're somehow in 
Eggman's base, and then somehow the three folks from the Chaotix are there. Of course. And they're like, well, Shadow, do you know what Eggman's been up to? So then Shadow's like, sure, I'll hack it, and then you and SBO hack it. Of course. And you're so you're fighting in Eggman's mainframe, not the world's defense mainframe. Of course. Do they look the same? Yeah, they do. <laughs> okay. <a> <laughs> Let's never talk about Shadow the Hedgehog again. Thanks, Michael. Uh, who was who was the final boss you fought? Oh, I don't know. What was it? Oh, it was like a slot machine robot thing. Was it so? Was it the Eggman boss fight or the? Sure, I did a straight line through. I did no evil or good things. I just got to the end of the level. Mm-hmm. Okay, because there's one where you have to fight the giant robot that thinks. That blames you for like the death of his family, and they don't expound on this at all. Um, and Sonic's there, and you have to also fight Sonic at the same time, and use Sonic as a springboard by bumping into Sonic so you can get high enough to fight the general. I would love to use Sonic as a springboard, Michael. That sounds amazing. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Seven minutes in heaven. The other ones are like normal boss fights, and this one's like, nope. I got to do the thing with the big eye that you got to shoot, and it's like... Black Bull, I summon you. And then Black Bull comes out of the ground. Yes. I have no idea what you're talking about. See, this is the magic of Shadow the Hedgehog, is we each have terrible uh, separate experiences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you see, I'm going to try to go for all ten. So. <gasps> okay. You can do that, Michael. <laughs> I would challenge you to record the socket episode and then do that after. And I bet Ooh. you wouldn't. I bet no, you wouldn't. absolutely not. So don't do it, Michael. It's not worth it. <laughs> No, I need to know. Okay. I need to know so I can talk about it on the internet. I suppose. Oh, speaking about talking on the internet. Ugh. Poop nap time. Who uh, who gets to be the lawyer? Who passes the bar exam? I think you both did a great job. Yay. Christian, I liked your demeanor. I thought you were very calm under pressure. Thank you never you. showed cracks. You know? hmm. Michael, I like your hat. And uh, I think the it's my special suit, court hat. Your court hat is really blowing me away, Mister. And using Sonic as a springboard was a daring strategy, mm. and I think it paid off. Is that one still good? Points. Score. Sports bar. Oh yeah, sports bar. Christian, are you watching the World Series at all? Yes, sir. Nice. How's that going? It's fine. I mean, you yeah. know, there's nothing. It's not our team. So no it's stakes. Not, yeah, it's not the Wisconsin team. Yeah, bandwagoner. What are you doing? Got to root for the, the National League because that's yeah. kind of who the Brewers, you know, are somewhat related to. So, sure. Go Nationals. Sure. Go Trump's mm. team. Sure. Mm. Hmm. Uh, F1's They're fine. They're saying Boo Earns. Nice. Ooh. Thank you for that Simpsons reference. Usually it's my job, Michael, but you're really picking up the slack. Pat would be proud. (laughs) He would be. Uh, F1 has been very good lately, unless you're a Max Verstappen fan, and then it's been very bad lately. Yeah, it has. He's a machine. (laughs) But how's that? uh, How's Alban? Good. Kind of cool. Good. Very good. I think that's been great. Yeah, he's been like top five the last couple of races. Yeah, I think it's good that there's another another Red Bull that's actually contending. Yeah. Mm. 
it's crazy. You go back just like five years and Red Bull is like winning everything. And mm-hmm. like Sebastian Vettel is like world champion Red Bull driver. And it's like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And now it seems not that it gets him <laughs> no. so far now. It kind of sucks, but what can yeah. you do? Now uh, it's just which Mercedes car? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think the I think things are in a good spot. I've been enjoying the races a lot, but I kind of have given up on Max doing well this season, so it's kind of like... Yeah. I don't know. I guess, yeah. I kind of... I'm feeling I'm, burned out. You're burned out? I'm, I'm feeling a little burned <laughs> out on the F1. That's fine. Like... Because it's like, okay, yeah, great, Lewis Hamilton wins. Or great. Oh, I don't know. Botas wins. Or yeah. great. It's Seb. Maybe it's Seb. <laughs> so you're not a Patriots fan, is what we're yeah. saying. No. Uh, yeah. I get it, Michael. I get it. I, I, it's, I, I, this usually happens. I get really hyped up in the beginning of the season, and then as things go on and, you know, like people settle into their places, it just kind of... yeah becomes it, it it's hard it to justify it, it's hard to justify making the like two and a half hour chunk out of the data okay, mm-hmm. okay. see i i thirst for it like constantly oh mm-hmm. i get all excited mm-hmm. going into the f1 weekend i don't know it's uh it's I just like that it's two hours out of my week where i can just be like this is exactly what i want it to be and it's i don't have to do anything and i can just enjoy this thing that I like, and it's just it just feels good. And I, you know, I don't have to create content for it. I don't have to yeah. think about it critically. I don't need to do anything with it. I just need to sit here and enjoy it, and then go on like the internet and read what people have to say about F one, and I can just you see bask in it. I like that. Yeah, I'm at this point where I still want to know what's going on, and I enjoy like going through the Guardian coverage of it or the BBC's coverage of it. Yeah, it's like okay. I know what's going on with the races. I can see some of the highlight stuff. It's just, it's hard. It's increasingly harder for me with the way things are now to justify the two and a half hours to watch a full race. That's fair. And, and I mean, if you wanted to, you could spend 10 hours a weekend watching F1. You could. Which and is I actually, I've heard rumors that they want to do even more. Yeah. Like they're going to do for a couple of tracks qualifying races. Yeah. No, they shot that down, but that would have been awesome. Oh. But, like, yeah, it sounds like they're trying to amp up the events more as, like, these weekend-long super things that you want to see all of, not just, right. Not just you know, the race. <laughs> yeah, not just the race. Unless and you're not a just, crazy like, person. Google who qualifies or whatever. I know people right. who watch qualifying. Oh, sure. And I get it, but uh, that's not... Oh, funny. I get it, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's, I, I can't even, com- I can't commit that. I just go watch highlights on YouTube if I'm curious and then... Yeah, hmm. or or if something weird happens, uh, the F1 Instagram already picks it up, so it's like, okay, ha there's an iguana on the track. There's a lizard on the track. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Can I have yeah. a drink? Uh, <laughs> that's how I feel about the NFL at mm-hmm. this point, because I've been watching all the Packer games, and it's just like, how do people sit here and watch this <laughs> as I'm watching it? <laughs> It's just so uh, slow and it takes forever. It's yeah. like, today I'm going to do this. <laughs> it's like four hours. How do people do this? Yeah. And like, a, uh, it'll be like a Monday night game that starts at 7.30 and goes until like 10.45. And what? I'm supposed to okay, stay up and yeah. watch football? That, but like an hour, some hour ahead of <laughs> Yeah, an hour later. At this point, 
Ay a tu en switch to the backup audio due tu problems. Ay apologize for any inconvenience tis causes. And we're on the same broadcast time, so it's like 11 o'clock rolls around. Yeah. Or, and it's like... And this is still happening. We're going overtime. on the West Coast. Yeah. And I know people who watch it, and it's like, why? Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. I I can't say anything. I can sit through a full soccer game, and that's... Sure. Same boat, yeah. so... But more exciting, I would say, maybe. More interesting. Probably, yeah. yeah. Go, Pat, go. Oh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers having a hell of a oh, season. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. Him oh, and Lafleur yeah. there, they're yeah. really synced up now. You know, they oh, have yeah. a mutual respect for each other. <laughs> Dan McCarthy, he didn't know what the hell he was doing. He was in all those insurance commercials or what have you. Mm-mm-mm. I miss Wisconsin. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Hey, hey. Oh. Well, guys, thanks for sitting down and talking about the video games. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I had a question about how things work because I missed doing those, but I forgot what it was. So we'll just let that lie until next time. Maybe. Okay. Christian, okay. any plugs to plug, my guy? Plug Check them. out that Sonic Advance 3 socket available Ooh. now for streaming, dude. Ooh. That you guys, was a good one. How far past the breaking point are we? Past well past pass i'm broken will? i don't christian are you broken <laughs> i'm broken yes okay. will sonic advance 3 escape the sonic rock block only you can find out youtube.com uh what keeps you guys going through it all the money michael okay i have Anything? a uh i have this thought i grapple with every day no lie which is do we keep doing Sonic games or can we do other games, please? And it always comes back to we should just keep doing Sonic games. <laughs> and it sucks. Oh, no. Well, we have to do Sonic 06 at least. Like, I feel like we need to get mm-hmm. there. And then I feel like once we get there, we can kind of like breathe and survey the land a little bit. Well, just, you mean just space it out a little more there. Why not? No, because then they're, they'll keep coming out with more of them, Michael. <laughs> They come out with like two a year tops. Yeah. I think we're It'll making pretty fine. good progress. We're like halfway I think there. you guys are too. I am very surprised you lasted this long. It There's value to it for me mm. to have played all these Sonic games, right? Well, are we getting into like sunk cost principle kind of thing? No, no, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, just to be able to say like, yeah, I've played like all the Sonic games. That's a, you'll I, be one of the only human beings walking this earth who can say that, Tucker. Yes, and now that I say it, I hate myself, and I don't want to do this <laughs> anymore. Oh <laughs> uh, well, good news is everyone can look forward to another Sonic Socket coming up soon, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. with Michael on board. Ah, we're baby on board. We're we're running shadow, casting a shadow. Uh, Ooh. this will go up. Theoretically, before this thing going on this weekend, what you got going on, dude? Spread the word. This Saturday, October 1st. I'm sorry, October, November, November 2nd. We got there. (laughs) November 2nd, this Saturday, 7, I mean 6 a.m. 6 a.m. CST, Central Time. 
U.S. Okay. Yes. Saturday, November 2nd. Got I will it. be streaming for possibly 12 hours straight. Sweet. For Extra Life. Twitch.tv slash Folgan, F-O-L-G-I-N. You can watch it. Yeah. I'll be streaming Uncharted Drake's Fortune. I will try and platinum it in one stream. Oh. And if I do succeed, I will also try to platinum Wreckfest on stream. So nice. I could be getting Platinums 108 and 109 this Saturday, November 2nd. Twitch.tv slash Folgan. Be there. Uh, you taking donations and everything? Absolutely for Extra Sweet. Life, raising money for the Marshfield, Wisconsin Children's Hospital. Oh. Goal is a thousand bucks, and we're already almost halfway there. Oh wow, good. What's uh, what's the food situation going to be? Yes, like good question, how are you, Michael. How are you set up for the the twelve hour stream? <laughs> That's an extremely good question. I got my girlfriend ready, queued up with <laughs> nuts, berries, salads. And pizza. So, you know, I'm going to be guzzling water like none other. Yes. Might get a, might order some Depends. Yeah, and, bedpan, uh, maybe. Ooh, that, I like that idea. Yeah. And a catheter, just in case. Ooh. So, okay. we'll be set, dude. Okay. We'll be ready. Right. I'm into that. A whole uh, lot of insurance. Are you doing, is this through Gamerheads? Because I saw the logo on there. Is this mm-hmm. like, are you passing the torch that? type of thing, or is this all... This is all I will be sitting there doing this while they are actually doing interesting things on the side. Okay. At twitch.tv slash podcast, I think it is. They're going to be playing like Jackbox, Party Pack, oh, and the traditional. fun things. Yeah. Yes, traditional stream things while I'll be selling my soul to the <laughs> PS4 remaster trophy devils. It's for a good cause, Christian. You don't for need good to cause. feel bad about it. For the kids. That's right. Doing it for the kids. That's right. Kids mm. love trophies yes and uncharted one and uncharted one (laughs) okay michael do you plug good plug things fun do we wanna i check out the sprocket we just did an episode on nightmare on elm street three dream warriors sure did procedure that's a word for it uh prestige horror that we need to buckle down on that whole term because i think parents is prestige horror. how is mm-hmm. pain and glory yeah. not a historical drama if it takes place because like screw you michael well, no it i i can't speak for pain and glory but i i reject this notion uh-huh i that parasite is a 24 core prestige horror and okay. i reject this notion okay this one uh-huh. that that monos is a foreign historical drama i never said that i never said that I never said mm. that. Mm. It came out last year. Or no, it came out this year. Okay. Out this year. I never said that. Mm. Adjourned. Mm. Court is adjourned. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> Drive safe. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Well, my friends, it's time to close. We hope that you enjoyed the show. XP bar.